0: what's going on everyone my name is josh kaplan and my name is solomon barry and welcome back to round the realm guys this week we have a super special roundtable episode for you featuring three very special guests we have noah Luskis of georgia frederick hinkle of texas and kevin bailey of Michigan, guys. How are you doing tonight? Doing well. Good. Yeah, doing good, man. Sweet. Well, we are very glad to have you guys on. We have some exciting things that we're talking through tonight. Basically, the way this is going to work is it's just going to kind of be a discussion between all of us. A little bit different than the segments that you guys are used to hearing on the podcast. Um, but we're really excited for this discussion we're going to have. And with that, we're just going to jump right in. So, the first thing that we are talking about, everyone, is state squad. so This has been a topic in the Facebook group a good amount lately um, and something that we really like talking about here around the realm and having, I think five different States represented right now, we figured it'd be a worthy conversation to have. So we are basically going to power rank our top eight state squads and kind of discuss as a group and then kind of come to one consensus on our power ranking. If we can, we'll see if that's actually possible. Who knows? So starting off with number Eight. Um, Noah, who do you have at number eight on your power ranking for state squads? Um, at number eight, I had New York. New York, interesting. And for those that don't know New York, their top squad is comprised of Tyler chiswick and Brandon Specter. Their second team is Angered L.I., and then their third team is Artie Sainer and Ryan Gross. So still a very solid team. Frederick, Kevin, what do you guys think about New York at number eight?
1: I have a lot of questions. We haven't seen, you know, some of these guys play in a little bit. We haven't really seen much of Tyler. We haven't seen much of Ant. Uh, I question whether or not they've been practicing, keeping up the skills. It's, a, it's an older team. Do they come out and, you know, pick up all these new serves and just waltz through serve receive, or Do they kind of get knocked around? It's, it's a question mark.
2: I will say, I think Ryan, at least, has been playing a decent amount. You know, he played a couple different tournaments this season. Uh, and, like, in Utah, he also played – Couple New York ones, and I know he plays pickup every week. So at least for him, his service Steve, what with reverses and everything, he sees Gabe a decent amount. So he should be pretty up. I don't know about Ant.
3: Yeah, I kind of agree. It's it's one of those teams that's more of an unknown than than some of the others on this list when you look at the players that they have. But I I just have so much faith in some of those players. Tyler, if he gets back into playing round net consistently, he's going to be just as good as anyone. And then. Kind of like you said, Ryan Gross, I'm really high on him as well. So I don't know. I think they're a deep team and they like we know Anchored can beat the best of the best. So at the same time, they they had trouble this year when they played against some of the some of the new serve ball players, but I don't know. They're they're a good team. I have them higher than eight. I'll say that right now.
0: Yeah. I think the interesting thing to me about New York that you touched on Kevin is New York is a very deep squad. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of top talent in the nation, but to me, having anchored at your B team is a very scary thing. Like if I was a B team in any state, I would definitely be a little bit nervous to go up a basically like kind of unanimous top 10, maybe top 15 team in the past couple of years, um, which is a scary thought for some B teams out there. And, and two, with, with B teams, you get into teams that may not necessarily be quite as polished when it comes to hitting and different things like that. And Anchor could definitely capitalize off that. Yeah, I like that take a lot. Uh, it kind of allows them to play to their strengths
2: where maybe the teams they're playing against aren't you know, lights out all the time uh, on serving, uh, which allows them to adjust more quickly on serve receive. And that also allows them to take advantage of the things that they've been taking advantage of for you know the six years they've been playing.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And some of the other teams, just so you guys know, that are in kind of consideration for the eight spot, I think looking at all of our lists, we have kind of New York, Virginia, Tennessee, and Ohio all kind of like vying for this bottom spot. What do you guys, how does New York compare to some of those other states in your guys' minds? I think
1: it's hard to see New York playing a close, you know, series against Ohio. I mean, the Ohio B team, Jesse, Showalter, and Nicola Prinzi is losing to Anchored every time then Grant Klopwick and, and Mayo is going to play really tight against Artie and Gross. Right. Tyler and Brandon against P.J. Kyle is the toss-up. So I, I, I see New York winning that. Uh, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. I, yeah, I agree, but I – sorry. Uh, I was going to say I, I agree, but I think it's very close. And, and my 6, 7, and 8 are like – I think that tier is very tight between those three teams. And I'll just say I have Ohio at 8, but I – I know firsthand after playing Grant this weekend and playing against Mayo throughout, throughout the year, that both those players are very good. And if they have the, if they have a good day, they could beat honestly many of the B teams on this list, if not some of the A teams. So. Which, yeah. say I there. Their, their consistency probably isn't at the same level as uh, someone like New York. For, for the mm-hmm. whole Ohio A, B, and C. So yeah. that's why I would have New York ahead of, ahead of them.
2: Yeah.
4: I was just going to say, I, I certainly could see New York being like a spot or two higher. Um, but like for me, when you talk about some of the other teams, like Ohio, yeah. I didn't have Ohio on my top eight list, but I think that Ohio, if they're having a good day, is like y'all said, certainly could beat New York. But I think New York's consistency beats Ohio. But when you talk about states like Tennessee or, or Virginia – like Tennessee is so good at the top, like Trippy. Like I, I think Trippy beats Tyler and Brandon right now, yeah. Like a hundred percent. And uh, Roundabouts, um, I think beats Anchored LI like nine out of ten times right now, probably. Round Coleman is um, honestly unbelievable at this point. Um, I think he's definitely a top ten player, like debatably a top five player in the world right yeah. now. Um, And I think they take anchored Li, and they don't even need um, to worry about the three line. And then you get in states like Virginia, once again, like top heavy, like uh, Valley Llamas. I think we all know uh, what Valley Llamas can do after this weekend
0: this past weekend.
4: Yeah. Um, And then you have teams like Josh, yourself and and Ben who are all super solid players. And even the three of Ezra who I also believe is a super underrated player and Braden, uh, I got to, play against Braden for the first time this weekend um and some pickup and he is he's nasty. Um you know he hasn't I don't think blossom you know quite as quickly as like Joe and Will have.
3: Mm. Um
4: but that dude is on the come up and he is a serious baller for sure. Um and I could see Ezra and, and Braden beating Artie and gross. Um you know I think that's like a pretty even series in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean I'm I'm from Virginia so I'm gonna vouch for my state a little bit. Um, I actually I have New York above Virginia. Um, and I have Virginia in my eight spot. Um, but I think that Virginia would definitely take that over Ohio. I mean, I'm, I, I love the volley llamas guys. We've had them on here and there. just, I, an absurd talent at this point. I mean, pulling one, two at the Christmas classic this past weekend with the kind of talent that was there, um, is, is just insane. And I mean, you look at, I mean, Joe took the first place in the tourney with Dan Abrams, who is a very good and a very underrated player, but Dan is not, I I struggle to say that Dan is a top five player at that tournament. Um, I think, I think Dan's a really good player um, and I'm a big fan of his game, but I think Joe definitely showed that he is a force to be reckoned with and can really carry a team, especially with his serves. You can even see that um, in some of the RPR stats that they took. I
2: know Joe did the stats for the finals and possibly the semis as well. And if you look at games two and three where Joe and Dan came back to take the finals against Noah and Will, uh, Joe had RPRs of I think the top one was 139, which was the highest one I've seen. I'm sure Frederick has seen more in the stats they've seen. But
0: Yeah, Joe also had one in the semis that was 150 against Coleman and Grant Kaye which was just insane to see. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would take Virginia. And, I'm, I mean, I haven't been playing a ton lately, but I'm still pretty confident in Ben and myself to be able to maybe take – well, I mean, so Ben and I took Schweppes to three games at East Regionals, and I felt like we should have won that series. And so I would feel confident with me and Ben against Jesse and Nick just because I think Mike is a better player than Nick Leprinzi is. Um, yeah. I, have, I actually I have, New have York the, at six. I actually have the RPRs since we were talking about it
4: from the yeah. finals and it was game 1 Dan was 84.3 Joe was 80.2 game uh 2 Dan was 83.0 Joe was 139.3 my goodness and then <laughs> game 3 though Dan was 110.1 and Joe was a 56.6 wow so I think Dan actually statistically Dan uh yeah. had a much better game in game 3 Joe um is a beast and was clearly honestly dead in the finals he actually they took a timeout like late in game 3 um because he just needed like to sit down for a second but 139.3 rpr that's like that's absolutely ridiculous absolutely in the finals insane. too
0: that's the, like it's yeah. not even at the beginning of the day like you're at the end of the tournament in finals yeah so i would i mean my my eight is virginia and then i have tennessee right above Virginia and then I have New York above them although I think New York and Tennessee could flip-flop pretty easily there um just because again like you brought up the point Fred or I maybe it was Kevin um but that roundabouts could potentially take anchored nine times out of ten um it was Noah Noah that was me. thank you awesome by that take, for sure
4: yeah Olivia I don't disagree with it so
0: good yeah, good. and I think serving-wise, too, they, they just could hold up really well. And Coleman, I mean, Coleman to me is like a very similar style to Anchored in a certain sense, just with better serves. I mean, he's consistent all around. He sets really well. He serve-receives really well. And he's got a pretty hard and fast serve that can cut and jam very well, too. Yeah,
4: they just – to me, they just like don't get broken. Coleman's serve-receive, mm-hmm. honestly, is what I think sets him apart um, from other players. Like, I think when you think about Coleman, you probably think about his serving, um, just because that's, like, such a prevalent thing in the game. But his serve receive is phenomenal. Like, you just watch him play, and he, just, he doesn't get broken by stuff that's not just absolutely insane. And, and Olivia is the same way um, to me, too. She's just so good, and, and they're both so clean. Um, you know, they don't set the best, but, like, mm-hmm. their attacks are, like, so good. Like, off net hitting is great. on the hitting is obviously perfect. Um, I just I just think it's hard to break them. And, and they both generate so many breaks, especially Coleman with with the serves.
0: Yeah. All right. So while trying to kind of go ahead, Solomon.
2: Yeah. While we're talking about Tennessee and more specifically roundabouts, Frederick, I know that at times you've had different opinions specifically on Olivia. Uh, what are your opinions on how you know, specifically her and Coleman serve receive and how they would play against some of these other two teams in the six to eight range?
1: Um, gosh, that's tough. I mean, some of these other teams in the six to eight range are not necessarily going to be these crazy serving teams. Like, uh, Jason and Daniel from Tennessee or, you know, Mayo from uh, from Ohio are not, like, monster serving players. So I think that they're going to have no trouble serving these guys. I-, I was really impressed watching them serve receive against Garrett in um, – what, the Christmas or Rudolph classic? I don't remember. What Santa, Santa Spike.
2: Yeah, the, Santa the winter Spikes. PRA Santa thing.
1: Santa Spikes, thank you. And they, they played really well. They serve-received well all day. Uh, I saw a really fundamentally defensive team playing really well. Um, I, I haven't played Olivia since, gosh, bang, but she looked a lot better on serve-receive since then because when I when I played her there, it was you know, not all put together. And it looked like she's really filled in the cracks and is a better player.
0: Yeah. All right. So in the spirit of trying to move on a little bit, let's see if we can nail down six, seven. And I think the group consensus here has been kind of Virginia, Tennessee and New York or our six, seven and eight teams. Um, I think that's kind of the consensus among most of us here. So um, we'll, we'll start at eight and we'll see how this goes. What are we, what are we thinking for our eight spot guys? Are we thinking New York, Virginia or Tennessee?
2: I mean while no one else is answering I'm just going to put in that I had Utah. I know that that's not going to be persuaded for Absolutely anybody. Absolutely not. That's totally fine. <laughs> that's my number eight.
1: Is Utah top 10? <laughs> Question mark.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I would say no. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't necessarily think so either. <laughs> Sorry, Solomon, which I understand. Yeah. I just figured I had to say it. Yeah.
2: I, got I do to understand live to here,
0: guys. How do we How do we feel about Virginia at 8, New York at 7, and Tennessee at 6? Or do we think New York at 6 and Tennessee at 7?
4: I think Tennessee is above New York. But I like what you just said, uh, okay. Virginia, New York, Tennessee going up from 8 to 6.
3: Any
0: I counters think... to that? No, no, I think that's
1: the correct answer.
3: Yeah, it's really tough. I I had New York ahead of Tennessee, but sorry, I, I can I can see someone arguing either side, and and I get that. All right, I think so. New York definitely wins that C team battle, and yeah, then well, a for, doubt, sure. for sure, yeah, the other two Trippy's probably going to win against uh, Tyler and Brandon. But also, like if this matchup happens twelve months from now, and Tyler's That's been true. playing round net that whole time, then. I mean, Brandon is crazy good when he's on I mean, we also have to remember that Brandon
0: and Dan McPartland beat Trippy this past year.
3: That is true. Yeah. Wow, that was a good reference. That's a good point. But also, here's Trippi's here's one. my
2: thing on the two team matchup. Trippy is, is that that's true. Roundabouts versus anchored. Like, yeah, you can say that roundabouts has gotten exponentially better, but they don't necessarily have serves that anchored hasn't seen. Yeah. So I, I think anchored's ability point. to hold on serve receive, still get touches. I think all of that stays steady. And that's why I would take New York over uh, yeah. Tennessee here. I'm with, I Aaron. agree.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't see anchored getting ace very much, even though I'm super high on Coleman. I'm also really high on, on Olivia as well, but yeah. I think, I don't know. I personally think that I know someone said that roundabouts wins that nine out of 10, but I would pick Anchored. I think just because, like Solomon said, the consistency and also just that matchup, I feel like Anchored LI is so solid on serve receive. They beat CS consistently sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I can see them winning that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and we've seen when anchored when anchored has been threatened. It's been by I mean top serving teams. I mean, you look at Cahooters as a team that threatened them because they were a consistent team with Jacob Payer who could rip serves. And I think Payer's a better server than Coleman and Olivia. Um, and then I mean, maybe, maybe that's an interesting take. We'll see. <laughs> um, I would say, a, that I would say a that's a little hot, bit of a hot take. <laughs> that, is, that is a flaming take. <laughs> I'm gonna have to hard disagree. On that That's fine. I'll, no, I'll, I'll show love to Jacob on that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I wholeheartedly disagree. Yeah,
4: Jacob's I, a great player, but I don't think he's—I don't even think he's nearly the server that Coleman
2: is. I would agree. I think his serves That's are fair. a little slower. Coleman hits a ball a lot harder, and he lips less. So.
0: Yeah, that is true. That is true. Having said, I still back, take New York in Jacob. that
2: matchup. So that's just, yeah,
0: me. no, I would, I would still take New York. Cause I just, again, I think, I mean, anchored has been at the top and played against the top, but again, roundabouts has too for the most part, but I think anchored has seen more. And I think if we're talking, especially about consistency from top to bottom, I think New York has that. I think the teams in Tennessee would have to have a good day in order to beat like would have to be playing at a very high level in order to beat um, these New York teams, um, especially the B team I think I think roundabouts would have to be playing at a very high level in order to consistently beat anchored in a series, whereas Anchored, I mean Anchored, even at their floor, is still just a very consistent and a very good team, and I think if you give them a week or two, they could polish things up and really—I I don't want to say handle roundabouts—but I'm confident that they could beat roundabouts.
3: Yeah, I don't. I think it's tough because with this uh, this past year, and and some people aren't playing as frequently, so I think states like Virginia and New York are two that definitely yeah. some of those players haven't been on the scene playing every weekend and we might be discounting both of those, those States because of that. So yeah, I think I, I don't want to punish New York for a lot of those players barely playing around at this year. When you really think about it, I think New York would be better. Yeah. And um, I, I also, so- other
0: thing is Long Island has been doing their indoor league. Um, more frequently and they're just they're simply just not traveling as much as other states I think that's a thing we're seeing a lot of traveling in the southeast but even in the east still people playing in smaller groups just not traveling as much so they're not garnering that attention nationwide exactly all right so back to the effort of moving
2: on (laughs) how do we feel okay with uh, was it Virginia then Tennessee then New York
3: I feel okay with that I would as well. Yeah, okay. I mean, it seems like that's a consensus. Yeah. Like I said, I had Ohio at eight, but I can definitely see the argument for Virginia. I think it, that'd be super close battle between those two. So yeah, I think I
1: think this kind of goes back to the point we made at the beginning. I think Kevin said these teams are so close. Like these yeah. guys are yeah. right together. These these three four squads.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. So moving on to kind of numbers five and four, and we can even, we, well, we'll save the top three for a little bit, but this is where we're really going to get into some interesting conversations here. So kind of the teams contending for this five and four spot, we have everything ranging from Michigan to New Jersey, um, to even Georgia or Texas, potentially, um, Although Fred would probably have to disagree with me on that one, but I think kind of the main ones that we're looking at are Michigan and New Jersey. Um, And yeah, maybe Texas. I don't know. What do you guys think for this five and six spot? Let's
2: get Kevin's opinion on where Michigan would go first since he is from there.
3: Sure. Yeah. So I'm looking at this and it looks like I'm the, I don't want to spoil it all, but Looks like I'm the only one that has Michigan above New Jersey. Um, But, yeah, I I would say for Michigan, I'm not not sure if this is a strength or a weakness, but all three of those teams are insanely close in skill. And on any given day, the C team could be the number one out of those three or the number one team could be. It, it, It all just depends on who's having a better day. But, yeah, when I was looking at it, I just think, Michigan definitely wins the C-team matchup against uh, New Jersey and then uh, the Hilltop and then Gabe, Gabe and Ravi. I played against the two of that, uh, Gabe and Ravi, this weekend. I have never seen Hilltop in person, but I have faith that one of our top two teams can beat one of those top two teams. I think that between Michigan and New Jersey, and I would even throw Texas into it, they're my number three. I think that that's a very, very close Team grouping, especially Michigan, New Jersey.
4: Yeah, I kind of initially had Michigan below New Jersey, just like preliminarily, like writing it down. But now that I'm like thinking about the teams, I kind of want to flip because I think, like Kevin said, they're definitely taking the three over Jersey. I think Dan is um, amazing and I'm super high on Dan, especially after this weekend, like getting to see him in person for the first time yeah, in like over a year. I um, but I just don't think that Donald is going to hang. Um, with Marino serve specifically Ryan is phenomenal. I've got to play in the last two tournaments I've played that and he's so good. And then like Kevin was saying, any of either one of team seven or Dawson and Kevin, I feel like can beat Hilltop or Gabe and Robbie, like depending on the day and like just them having that three or that C team, like lockdown, in my opinion, I think, I think
2: Michigan goes ahead of Jersey. Yeah. To Noah's point. About uh, Dan and Donald. I think Dan is an excellent player, but he plays best when he's playing with someone like Joe or Rahul, who has a ton of serving power. And Donald isn't necessarily the huge break potential that, Dan or, that Rahul or Joe are. So, for that reason, I would agree the three seed or the third matchup is pretty much locked up for uh, Michigan. And then I don't know. I also had New Jersey four, Michigan five originally, but. I can definitely see the case for Michigan above New Jersey here.
0: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to argue for New Jersey here for my East coast boys a little bit. I think, I think without a doubt, Michigan takes that C team matchup. I don't, I don't think you can really argue otherwise at all. It'd be stupid too. Um, I think, however, I'm, I'm pretty confident that New Jersey would take those top two matchups. I mean, we, we talk about Michigan, all those teams being interchangeable to me, those top two teams in New Jersey are pretty interchangeable too. And they're also two very good teams. I mean, we remember like Hilltop was a top three team um, when they were consistently playing during the season. Um, They were, I mean, they were contending with CS and threatening to beat CS. And from everything that I've heard and seen, it sounds like they've come back and are better and are showing that. I mean, I look at, gosh, all the, all the clips of Max that we've seen, this off season. And I, I just like am terrified at the prospect of playing Max Modell. Um, and I don't, I don't know as much about Michigan teams, I have to confess, but I, I just, I have a lot of confidence in those top two teams for New Jersey. And I think in a series, I have a hard time seeing a Michigan team potentially beat them, especially when you look at what Gabe and Ravi did to boisterous. I think that's pretty telling of how skilled they are and how they can contend with top teams and I mean they who did they they ended up beating um who did they beat in the semis was it Grant and Ryder or was it it was um, Grant and Ryder yes Grant and Ryder that's a really good team to me um and that's a really really good win for Ravi and Gabe that makes me think that they would do pretty well um against Michigan's two team although I, I have a tough time with Kevin on this call saying that he would get beat by Ravi and Gabe because Kevin is pretty spectacular. I mean, Kevin, you've had incredible results this year too with Clark beating Preston and Jordan and Preston and Michael. Um, And so that's not something to discount either. Gosh, this is
4: tough. Kevin, didn't you also beat Gabe this past weekend in the round of 16? He did.
3: Oh, yeah, Gabe. Gabe
4: Chandler Yeah, and you were playing with Zeke who is, A really good player but I think Dawson is a better player than than Zeke is I would also
0: argue though that Ravi is a much better much better complement, especially to Gabe's game than Chandler is because I think defensively Ravi and Gabe would play a really clean game compared to Gabe and Chandler who might struggle a little bit more defensively yeah I'd say in that aspect Ravi kind of plays a
2: Dan Abrams role
0: where he doesn't get broken very
2: much puts on serves gives them chances
0: yeah, 100%
4: agree. I just, I
0: don't yeah. know. I, I, and, no, I like that. Yeah. I, I still definitely think I agree with that, Noah. It's tough. Yeah. And I would there, say all four of those Ra- guys are great players. Yeah.
3: yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. I would say Ravi's serves are definitely no joke either. So, and that is true. I would say to, uh, I forget whose point it was, but this weekend when, when I played Gabe, it certainly wasn't his best game when he played against us, but, uh, and that was the first time I've ever played him. So, I don't know. I I didn't see him at his very best or maybe I would have gone the other way. I think it's completely reasonable to put New Jersey above Michigan, especially when you consider kind of what you were saying. Some of the results that those those teams had, Gabe and Ravi at Utah Nationals and then uh, Hilltop, both of those players being so good. And then how they've come back onto the scene and and really picked it up and look like they're still a top five team. So. All
2: right, Frederick, let's get your thoughts real quick before we make our official you know four or five matchup
1: yeah I'm kind of with Josh I think that I just have that confidence in the New Jersey A and B team I think Gabe Ravi is a great defensive team there's a ton of serving pressure from Ravi and then if Gabe is on fire it's they're gonna win so man you you win the B I see Hilltop taking down team seven Max looks too good I've got question marks on serve receive for some of the Michigan
2: guys and that that's really the whole the long and the short of it interesting All right that makes it tough because now we've got like pretty much split even on who we would have four or five <laughs> yeah, this
0: is this is a really tough one I, I mean again but I think it's a like we were talking about with six seven and eight. I think it's a testament to just the level of skill that we have in round at these days where there are teams that just really there's a lot of top level players that on any given day could beat another team
2: for sure um well since we're not sure let's just go through, I'll say who we'd have, 4-5, and then whichever one had three votes gets the four spot. (laughs) That being said, I would have Michigan
0: 4. Michigan 4 and Jersey 5.
2: Correct, yeah. I
4: I would have the same. I would have Michigan above Jersey, but very close. I'm not mad about it
0: either way. I am going to go New Jersey at 4 and Michigan at
2: 5. Frederick, would you agree with that? Yeah, i
1: I. Yeah, I think Michigan is definitely going to fall to Jersey. I think, I think it's it uh, a little
0: bit down. more clear-cut. It comes down to the Michigan man <laughs> himself. to decide <laughs> of oh, no, his go own
3: first. state. So this is weird. I, you guys all – it looked like at first everyone in New Jersey ahead of Michigan, so I really was selling it. But, yeah, I I would – I'm definitely biased, but I would go with my my squad Ooh. over New Jersey, but I would also – I would be fine with New Jersey being above if that's what you guys initially thought. And I did too much. Uh, I was too good of a salesman. So, Kevin has spoken and objectively,
0: Michigan comes in at number four, New Jersey comes in at number five. That is the way I would pay a lot of money to have around.
3: that. I would pay a lot of money to do that squads match. That I would, would be super incredible. <laughs>
0: oh my goodness.
3: All right. So, we have
0: Michigan at number four. New Jersey at number five. Now we are looking at our top three teams. And in the top three, we've all kind of settled on three states that we think really make up this. Um, I think the placement is definitely going to be tough. But those three states are California, Georgia, and Texas. Now, who do we think would come in at number three on that list? Noah, let's have you go first.
4: I had Texas. Is my number three, but I mean, it could go either way. To be honest, these three states are all like so so good, and, and Texas is amazing, and they're all such great servers. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm a little biased because my own state is also on there, but I, I would have Texas in third in, in a super close matchup for me.
0: Frederick, why don't you break down Texas's team for us a little bit here, just so we can get your thoughts and and see kind of where you're you're thinking for what Texas is.
1: I think it's kind of uh, an awkward spot for us. Our C team is, I mean, why spike triple threat? And triple threat has looked so good. They have a win over me and Kevin, and they have a win uh, against Butterfingers, but they never leave Texas. So we haven't gotten to see that one day where they go out and just smack people. And it's kind of a weird spot. For, for us to sit there and say, oh, my goodness, this team is going to roll people. But I might actually believe that this is the best C team of the bunch. Like, this team is so hard to break, and David takes so many aces. Uh, Nick is such a vehement caller. He calls so many serves bad, and it's always a fight.
0: <laughs> it, it is brutal boy, boy. playing into those guys. <laughs> So Texas wins on lip calls alone is what you're saying. In true I Texas mean, fashion.
3: That's how not, you do not, it. Not,
0: not, not the A team. The A team doesn't need
1: lip calls to win. Okay. Uh, I think I think that we're just going to take the, the C and the A games a lot of the time. Uh, I don't really think that Georgia is going to wind up beating us in the long run based so looking, on what they
0: have listed on here. Looking at the A matchup. Reasons. Travis and Noah is what we have is our top team for Georgia. You think Rahul, you and Rahul could confidently, m- the majority of the time, beat Travis Kaur, a kind of unanimous like top six player in the nation or in the world. And then Noah, who just absolutely popped off this past weekend at the Christmas Classic and snagged second place with Will Paconi. I'll say if you don't have Rahul in
1: your top 10, you're cracked.
0: Rahul is so good. Like,
1: every tournament I go yeah. to, I sit there and say, oh, man, I'm going to do really well. This is the tournament where I beat Rahul. And then I play better than I've played before in the last couple tournaments, and I lose to Rahul. Now, that correct is me true. if I'm wrong, is that what happened this weekend? That, that is what happened. <laughs> I played a double-alum tournament this weekend. We played three games into the 30s, and I lost to Rahul
0: again.
2: <laughs> oh, that's tough. Hmm.
0: Sorry, yeah. I, had to,
2: I had to
0: throw a little salt. Oh, man. This is such a tough matchup. Kevin, what are you thinking since you do not belong to either of these States? Yeah.
3: Um, so I, I had Georgia above Texas. I had Texas at three Georgia at two. Um, but I'll say when it comes to the A team, now that I'm looking at it closer, Noah, the first time I saw you play was this weekend in person. And I was super, super impressed. But one thing I will say, uh, to argue for texas is your style of play is with the super hard serves uh is kind of plays into texas's advantage i guess frederick and rahul i would just say that they've gone against so many people that rip serves and while you're one of the hardest servers i think that that could eat up a lot of players but i think frederick and rahul are two people that are are built to kind of deal with that type of serving i I guess and So I'd say, I don't know, it's super close. I had Georgia above Texas initially, but that's just my argument when it comes to the A-teams. Yeah. Um,
0: I think I want to take a look at the C-teams here for a second because, Fred, you were pretty confident that Triple Threat would beat the other C-teams. I'm not confident that Triple Threat would beat Patrick Drucker and David Gonzalez. I know you don't have a super high opinion of David, Fred, but Patrick Drucker is kind of just a different kind of human being when it comes Mm. to round net.
3: I would have the Georgia BNC getting wins. Yeah. So So here's here's wow. my thing. Ghosted as another, over
2: bad is also a hot take. Here's but. here's my thing. As another outsider, I do have Drucker and David over Weissbach triple threat. Uh, that being said, I love Nick. Uh, and I think my, everybody knows my opinion of David is very high, but I take Drucker and David. But I have bad over ghosted. And for that reason, I originally had Georgia as my number one overall because I just didn't want to put California first. Uh, <laughs> straight up, that's exactly why. But yeah. after looking at that, I agree that Frederick and Rahul are conditioned to receive NOAA. Uh, mm-hmm. Not that Noah isn't insane, but they see those serves a lot. And then I do think Grant and Garrett take ghosted. So I would have Texas over Georgia. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, I also want to say before, like, uh, this wasn't initially, like, how I lined up Georgia. This was yeah. a collection of opinions. So, and I don't <laughs> want anybody to think that I'm, like, super high and mighty on myself.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, like, having good one point. good result. And I don't think that I'm, I'm the best, like, the second, even the second best player, like, in the state. And, like, that's why I'm on A team. I think this is just kind of, like, how we matched up uh, as, like, six people, like, in the best, like, way to have, like, the best three teams. Yeah. So, I, I hope that nobody thinks that I'm just, like, high and mighty on myself. Um, I definitely think Drucker and David beat uh, White Spike triple threat for like for sure in the two. Um, ghosted versus bad. Uh, I could see going either way. I mean, Addy is like so unbelievably just such a well-rounded player, in my opinion. I think he's really hard to break. Like we – him and I played Garrett in Santa Spikes when they came down here and won. And I was super impressed with Garrett, and Garrett is an amazing player. And that was like an unbelievably tight series of like uh I think all three games going to extras um but he's so hard to break and Patrick is such a great server and I know Grant is as well so I have that as a close series and then I definitely agree with what everybody's saying that Frederick and Rahul are definitely pretty well conditioned to receive um like the type of server that I do um for sure but I- I, I don't know. I think Travis is, is honestly a different animal. Yeah, I think you guys are
0: forgetting who Travis core is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To, to me, I think Travis is
4: the most underrated player yeah. in the entire community, and he's, like, consistently ranked in the top six. Uh, I think not having him in the top four um, is an absolute travesty. Um, he is just not only, like, the ultimate competitor and athlete, but just I, I've never seen somebody with, with a stronger just mental game. Um, Travis just, like, doesn't lose, and I just, like, don't know how to explain it other than that. Like, when Travis shows up to a tournament down here, it's not honestly super frequent, but you just, like, show up knowing that Travis is going to win with whoever it is he's playing with and whoever he's playing against. Um, And for that reason, like, not even myself, I I would say that we're super competitive with with Fred and roll. I think it's a really great series, and I could definitely see it going either way. Um, but I just think Travis is a difference maker against whoever he's playing.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree. With, I mean, Travis and Jarrett took CS to three games in large part because Travis served past CS in that series and got out to a lead. And I mean, this past – I don't think Travis lost a tournament that he played in this past season. And not that they were exceptionally deep, but he won every tournament that he played in and has looked every bit the player that he has been – in past seasons. And I think I think too his his mindset, like you were talking about. No, we've talked about that on, on previous podcasts. Travis's mindset and competitiveness is at a different level. And I know, I know Texas gets really competitive and really into it, but Travis, I mean, brings that like I mean, Travis was a, a D two athlete, D one athlete. D
1: one um, athlete.
0: Yeah, a D one athlete and just brings a different kind of mentality to the realm.
1: I'm yet to see. I'm yet to see Travis drill the 30 yard field goal with a set. I'm yes to see it. (laughs) There, there is something scary about Rahul getting all out going for it late in tournaments. It is magic every time.
0: Yeah. I just, I think, I think a lot of people would be scared facing Rahul or like would just struggle with it. I don't see Travis as being one of those players. And Fred, I'm really high on you and Rahul personally. I think you guys are both top 15 players. I think Rahul vies for the top 10. Um, but I just don't – I have a really tough time not seeing Travis come out on top. Especially because, again, if Travis was playing with someone who was significantly worse than the rest of the group, then I can maybe see it. But but Noah's just not. I mean, Noah is at that level.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point about Travis and how, how good he is. And then also, like, I'll say this weekend I watched Noah win a series where he was serve receiving Caleb Heck the whole time. Like, it – I. I don't know. It it's gonna come down to like a few breaks one way or the other. Yeah. And that would be a super entertaining A team matchup. Uh so yeah. And then I'm also I'm extremely high on ghosted, both those players. Yeah. So I think that's why like I don't wanna say they would definitely beat uh the B team for Texas, but I'm I'm probably more high on them than than most of the community. So I think that's why I was leaning Georgia overall.
0: Yeah. I would also agree on that. I think, again, I think Grant and Garrett, I've been especially impressed as I've watched Garrett and Grant just looks yards and yards more consistent than he has in the past. But I mean, Addison won a tournament with Zach Vance and and Zach's a great (laughs) player, but Zach is not, I mean, we love Zach. Zach is not kind of in this tier with these other top players. I think we can all kind of agree on that. Um, I think Zach is still very good. But the fact that Addison won a tournament against really good, I mean, he beat Chandler and Will Piconi. Um, He beat, gosh, who else? Roundabout. He beat, yeah, roundabouts Roundabout and he in beat the final. Michigan, Michigan? Yeah, team, uh, Marino, um, Marino and Grant. Grant. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's a really, really good win to me and really kind of talks. And Zach played extremely well that entire tournament, but Addison was the one who got them past kind of will and Chandler with his serves in that series and and different things like that. I'm just, I'm really high on Addison's game. I would still take bad over ghosted I think, but I think it's a lot closer than people would think it is. And I I just, I think Georgia top to bottom, I feel more confident in and I, I feel like they're a little bit more consistent too. I feel like that's a thing with Texas that I'm not sure on is their overall consistency throughout an entire season.
2: All
1: right, yeah, well, let's,
2: put it, let's
0: put it to a vote. Can Unless I do a side note real quick? Yeah, yeah. I go for it. Uh,
4: I just want to talk about how both these two states are being bred by the two college programs and obviously like Georgia That's and a yeah. and how huge I think that is for the game. And when you look at like this top level talent in Georgia, like with Patrick and Addison um, and myself and then Frederick Rahul and Grant from A&M um that's why I think college around it is so cool and so important um complete side note and maybe a little bit of a shameless plug for UGA um (laughs) but I think that that's so cool when you just look at these like top state lineups and think about like all these people got involved in school um for the
2: most part yeah I believe every single one of the Texas players is currently in college Frederick is that correct
0: uh David David Louie, who graduated, oh, he just graduated from graduated Texas a graduated. and yeah. yeah. Oh, David, who yeah, four
4: for
2: Texas. David yeah, also and, then, and then you take Garrett and who's the last one? Nick. 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 They, they both go to colleges as well in Texas, not AM, But, yeah, I think to your point, Noah, that's
0: freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, college run, that's the future. Sorry, unimportant side note, just had to mention it. Very important Not side for sure. note. Very important side note. All right, so we'll put it to a vote and rank our three and two. And I think we all kind of have a consensus number one that we can talk about a little bit, but- A reluctant consensus. Yeah, reluctant consensus, <laughs> reluctant consensus. Um, At number three, Noah, who do you have at number three? I mean, I, mean I'm, I, I try to put like the most
4: objective hat on I can, and like it's super close. And, like, I I would almost want to say that it's, like, 50-50 with with how it goes. I just think that, like, us having the C team locked down at Georgia, in my opinion, David and Nick are both super great players, I think. So, no shade on them. David especially. Um, I've seen some really nasty clips of surge from him. But I I think Georgia's two and Texas is three. All right.
0: Mr. Hinkle. Where do you throw your own state in this 2-3 mix? Or do you throw them at number I'd, one?
1: I, think I, I still have Texas one. in the top spot. When Texans leave Texas, they win. <laughs> I mean, we sent Garrett and Luke over to Georgia and they smacked the field. Beautiful finals. Love to see it. I, I've got Texas at one still.
2: All right, Frederick, well, who do you have at number three then?
1: Uh, I definitely have Georgia.
2: Okay.
3: Cali's really strong. Kevin, who are your two and three? I have uh, Georgia at two, Texas at three, but I would not throw any money to bet bet on this uh, matchup. Yeah. It could go either way.
0: Yeah. So, what about you? I
2: have, after much consideration, I came down to Texas at two, Georgia at three. Uh, like Noah said, I think it's so unbelievably close. Uh, I agree about the same team matchup, but... Of, like, the New Jersey conversation earlier, I think Texas is top two teams. Oh, I'd take it. Oh, it's so hard. But yeah, I would take Texas at number two.
0: Oh, man. That means it there comes it down to me again. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, Frederick, I love you, dude. But I, man, I got to throw Georgia at two and Texas at three. I just, I have a lot of confidence in Travis. Um, and I think, I think Georgia would take the three. I think you guys take the two. But I think Travis, I think Travis. Comes out and and takes that top matchup. So I'm, oh man, yeah, I'm going to go Georgia at two and then Texas at three. And then looking at the top spot, a reluctant first place, California. With one lone dissension. That is true. That is true. Frederick, would you care to make a case for Texas over California that is probably false, but we still want to hear anyways? Um.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I went over there and nobody ever plays. So <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. Nobody's ever playing, and you're like, really? You guys are gonna show up and beat us? <laughs> I, I am so surprised every time I go to a tournament. I remember in 2019, I'd go and I'd practice a ton and get so much better. Go to a tournament and see how much better everyone around me had gotten. And then uh, I went to California, and nobody ever practices, and they're stagnating. While Texas does that same thing, where it's like every tournament you go to, everyone around, you got so much better in the same time. Yeah. So I, I yeah, they keep up with us.
0: So an interesting point here. Frederick Hinkle and a California player who is not on California's squad beat two players on California's squad, including – what most people would say is the best player in the world and Preston by so just, just a little bit of food for thought there. It, it could happen. It could happen, but yeah, I think, I mean, so California at number one, I think is tough The The way that, and and we got these rankings from Preston. So if anyone in California has a problem with this, go bug Preston and annoy him because he's the one who came up with this squad. Um, but Preston and Josh for as the top team in california ryder and jarrett is their b team and then at the c team we just have a hybrid of a bunch of different players ranging from buddy hammond to warren foot to jacob payer to sam buckman
2: and to be clear on the c team i threw in parents and uh buckman yeah uh, preston had buddy hammond and warren foot playing together i think preston's a little biased because he's the highest man <laughs> on buddy hammond ever. Preston, Preston granted. had
1: Jordan Jordan and uh, Warren together. I, I threw Buddy in. Oh, really? Whoa. Interesting.
0: Yeah, Jordan. Oh, Garrett, yeah, you're Lawrence not very high, high in there, now,
1: are you? Um, Garrett said that Jordan hasn't touched a ball in once, and I was like, oh, okay. He's also quite the lipper.
0: <laughs> that is true. I think, I mean, I, think is list, I mean, like, you look at that B team, I don't really see another B team that's going to be Ryder and Jarrett, maybe oh man this is tough i don't see like if maybe gabe and ravi could and maybe texas could if like grant really catches fire but i think riders just i mean i think they're both better players than grant and garrett i think the only chance any state would have is if like gabe just went ballistic and beat them but that's like the only circumstance where i could see rider yeah even losing. then even if you know, yeah, Gabe does go off.
2: Just, I think Jarrett has so much practice against Ryder, who's a fairly similar yeah. player to Gabe. Yeah. Plus, he's better than Ravi, that I think Ryder and Jarrett take that eight to nine
0: times out of 10. Uh, yeah. And I think you're hard pressed to find a C team that's going to be California's C team. I mean, maybe maybe Georgia with Drucker if Drucker just does something crazy. But other than that, I, I don't, you're just not going to be California's C team. I mean, any, any combination of those like four or five players that we're talking about is just insane
2: yeah wait correct Mm -hmm. me if I'm wrong but Frederick Payer and Buckman played together as infinite right and they beat you and Caleb Cummings right yes okay so granted Caleb is their number is Texas's number 12 player I believe um so a little outside of what we're looking at but playing with the number one player in Texas, number one or number two player in Texas so Yeah, so, I mean, I think that gives you a fair look at how good Infinite can be. And then if you take, you know, Buddy and Caridona or Buddy and Warren over them, then that's just even better. So, like, yeah, that's tough for C-team.
1: Yeah. I mean, Spike does have a nice win over me with Kevin, though. So, like, you know they're not bad. No, for sure.
2: For sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come, Come visit any, us. Come get vented. Any thoughts through. to add on uh, California? Positive or negative? We welcome negative thoughts on California yeah. right now.
3: Uh I might be biased. I lived there for a little bit, so they're paying me money to say this probably. But <laughs> I I'll just go through Preston. I would say right now he's got to be the number one player in the world at this yeah. very moment. Yeah. Uh, Josh, I've only gotten to see Josh play one time this year, but the fact that he what he's able to do with his serves with both hands I think that that itself could be like I think they're a great combo because with Preston and all of his power and his consistency in serve return plus Josh that team could be a problem and then Ryder I've gotten to just serve receive him in the backyard a bunch for uh, a couple months there and I think he's a top five player in the world right now his serves are insane and they've gotten Mm. better in the last whatever like couple of months since the last time he played a tournament even. And then Jared as well. I think I'm higher on him than most people. I think people like to just discount him because he doesn't have the best serves, but he does have some great serves. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's an old take. Yeah. It's an old take and he's so consistent and poised in any situation and he's so hard to break. And then when when it comes to the the most
0: recent highlight video that Jared put that michael put out of him michael jared yeah. Jarrett was ripping some cuts yeah. past people that you just were not expecting to see
3: yeah he had some insane serves so yeah i think that that's just a old take that people need to stop saying because he's he's definitely he can serve with some yep. of the best players it's just comes down to consistency i guess and then with the c team i'll say uh clark marshall and i for for the both of us i'll say sam buckman is insane he ate us up at the Halloween tournament uh, in California back a couple months ago, he destroyed us with his serve. So I'm super, super high on him. And then Mm -hmm. buddy, obviously he's such a great athlete. He could be, if he, if he decided to try and play all the time and grind, he could be the best player in the world. And then Warren, I've never gotten to see him in person, but everyone watched ESPN the other day. He looked amazing. And then payer, obviously the two of those those guys they play all the time so yeah to Frederick's point I'd say they definitely have some people that grind and I don't know I don't see any team even coming close to California that's my
0: take yeah I would have to agree I sadly agree yeah. <laughs> like I said like I said I
2: man. I tried to have Georgia at number one at the yeah. beginning and then I went through each matchup individually And thought about how good Ryder and Jared are and how good they'd be and how hard to break. And it, I couldn't make
0: myself logically do it. So I mean, let's think about it. Though <laughs> California and Texas are like the two biggest states when it comes to Roundnet, in terms of size too. Like it's, it'd be stupid for them to not be near the top.
2: Yeah, I mean they're the two of the
0: top three most populous states. If it makes sense. Yeah, but they've also yeah, and and again credit to college Roundnet. I mean, we want to talk about that. Cal Poly and UCLA and other colleges like that have really developed a lot of those players. I mean, Jacob sure and Warren and Sam all really getting into that game at Cal Poly a lot um there's other guy. I mean you go back to college like some of the old OG players in California got into it at Chico um when they were in college so college roundnet is a great great place to really kind of start to get into roundnet a little bit more and see if it's something that you want to play competitively and definitely is the future and key to the development of the sport as a whole I would say yeah
3: absolutely, absolutely. And the most marketable part about round net. Yep, 100%. Easily. Sally, guys,
2: that's going to be it for our discussion of state squads. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you around the realm.
0: Thanks, guys.